You may have seen the story earlier this week about some progress being made on, uh, I think it's called Aquamation. Yeah, Aquamation. We covered this story a while ago. Um, what is it? Well, it's... It's kind of like cremation, but you don't use fire, you use water. Remember this? We were talking about this. Um, it's a choice. Cremation is the growing choice for Canadians. More and more Canadians choose cremation all the time. Um, about three quarters of Canadians, and it continues to go up. But this is a little bit different. I mean, it, it, the technical term, I believe, is alkaline hydrolysis, water cremation, aquamation, and there's growing interest in it, too. And uh, the Calgary story reporting that there is um, a company out of BC, I think, that has some presence in Alberta now, but there's still a question about legality as to whether or not this can be done. Some provinces it is legal, others it isn't, including Alberta. So where are we with all of that? We're going to go back to the guest that we spoke to about this a while ago, Krista Avenal, who is a BC-based funeral director and the founder of Death's Apprentice Education and Planning. Great title. Uh, and a member of Aquamation BC Coalition. Krista, thanks for coming back. Appreciate your time. Hey, I'm so glad to be invited back. Thanks a million. Uh, give us a refresher. Aquamation. Uh, I mean, technical term, alkaline hydrolysis. What is aquamation? You got it. Alkaline hydrolysis. Alkaline is because we use an alkalizing agent, so that's usually potassium. And hydrolysis, that's the water, right? And what happens is instead of placing someone in a chamber that then has flame in it, you place someone in a chamber that has water and the alkalizing agent in it. And it takes, you know, almost the same amount of time to end up with almost the same product, what we lovingly referred to as ashes, but that are actually really cremated remains, right? Skeleton that has been ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it takes about the same amount of time. And like I say, you get ashes, although we'll probably have to come up with a new name for that. But you have a far, far, far lower environmental impact because you're not using flame. You're using water and the, and the potassium actually heats the water up itself. The, the, the chemical reaction does all the work for you. So it's a pretty neat thing. It's legal, like you say, in a whole bunch of provinces, not yet in BC, not yet in Alberta, um, but I'll bet we're getting there. Um, okay. In terms of popularity, how many people, I mean, what's the interest level out there for this? Is this something people are clamoring for? Well, yes. Um, it's a bit of a catch-22, though, Shay, because what happens is as soon as people learn about it, they start clamoring about it. But because we don't really talk all that much about death in our society, sometimes people don't know about it, right? So as people hear about it, then they're like, oh, my gosh, why isn't that legal in my province? So it's sweeping. It's already in Newfoundland. It's already in Northwest Territories. It's already in Saskatchewan, Ontario, Quebec. But you know, I just I can't imagine that with that many who have already flipped over, I can't imagine that there's going to be some holdout somewhere. Oh no, we're not going to do that. You know? what, what, what is the? I mean, if you do hear somebody come back and say, no, no, we're not taking that step, we're not going to leave. What what is the opposition? What is the reason given for why they don't want to do it? Do you know what I think it is, Shay? And I, I don't have any science backing me up on this, but it, it's a it's a it's a touchy topic, right? We're talking about talking about death and death 
encompasses grief. And can you imagine a, a politician who would want to get up and say, hey, guys, I want to talk about death and dying today? Like, that's usually the exact opposite of what they try and do, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and we need our politicians to actually help us change these rules because in every province we have acts that are that are provincially legislated and those acts will be what will allow a province to either allow or not allow alkaline hydrolysis in Saskatchewan how they got around it and remember they were the first in Canada how they got around it is instead of changing the act which is a super expensive time-consuming process that needs every party in the legislature to have input and it has lawyers and cost and probably takes a few years. They just went in and did a very simple housekeeping change in the regulations that, that go along with the act. And in the regulations, what they did is they said, oh, we don't have a definition for cremation in this regulation. We better put one in. Cremation can be done by either fire or water. And that's it. That was it. Boom. Like, it takes no time. It takes no money. And it's it's just a simple solution. Some provinces are, like Saskatchewan, and I believe NWT did it that way, too, um, are, are quite amenable to that. Others are like, oh, we have to go back to the drawing board and let's do this study and that study. But it has been studied. And it is safe. And it is it is just, it's been used in 22 U.S. states, too, right? And it's been used on farm animals and your pets for 50 or 60 years, right? Really? So, yeah. So it's in most provinces, it's legal for animals, but not for humans. Interesting. Now, yeah. one, of the, one of the groups that's trying to get into Alberta and is you know, doing some offerings in Alberta says a lot of this has to do with the traditional funeral director business. Um, they're, yeah. they're reluctant to embrace new things. The traditional way has always worked. Do you encounter that in your work? Hey, I couldn't agree more. There's a there's a terrific pan Canadian company called Irene that really that is a a new kind of funeral home that is really thinking uh, differently, kind of meeting people where they're at. And as they move into provinces provinces that have alkaline hydrolysis, great, they can do it. But in ones that they don't, they will definitely be a force for change. I think that there is a bit of I'll say this lovingly, but there's a bit of staidness mm-hmm. in our sure. in our funeral in our typical funeral industry, and what happens is you know change is uncomfortable, and so typical funeral homes aren't necessarily advocating for it. But when people start advocating for themselves, then even the most traditional kind of old-fashioned velour velvet rope. Um, big heavy curtains, big, you know, big black hearse. Even those funeral homes will be like, okay, the people want it. We better do it. Right. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. listen, let's be honest here. That's part of what we expect when we go to a funeral home and meet with a funeral director, right? We sort of, we want to have some expectation of the way that it works and that solemnity and we're going to be serious about this. I mean, that it's all built in. It's, it's all baked into the process, isn't it? Well, yes, Shay. I think that that um, we we might be quietly admitting our age to each other here, <laughs> because I I really think that the, the the people who will be looking after us and and my my boomer sister and 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 my boomer parents, right? They they are they are people who will be taken care of by people my age and younger. And people my age and younger are kind of like, that doesn't resonate for me. Yeah. I want something more modern. I, and it's not, not any less solemn. I can guarantee you that the people who work in these, in these newer 
sort of death positive movements, we're, we're, we're darn, we're, you know, we're darn respectful, but we're also meeting people where they're at. Did you say death positive? I said death positive. What does that mean? It, it means exactly that. It means, it means uh, incorporating death into life instead of hiding away from death. Okay. I mean, none of us get yeah. out of this alive. That's, that's the hard truth, that's isn't it? That's the whole thing, right? That's the thing. <laughs> and if we, like, think about it, Shay, if we, we put planning into a shower for, for a baby, we put planning into a graduation ceremony, we put planning into our wedding, we put planning into, into a retirement party, those are all just big life events, right? Well, I, I would argue that the biggest life event is, in fact, death. And so why, why don't we just treat it? like another life event and why don't we just talk about it openly and why don't we just say hey have you heard about this cool thing called alkaline hydrolysis i heard it on the radio today right what a neat world that would be <laughs> let me throw a couple <laughs> questions at you they got on the text line here that i th that are good what happens to the water is it reused what how do you dispose of it so the water will be will be filtered with a regular municipal water filtration system. There is no DNA or RNA left in it at all, but it is actually enhanced. So it can it can be something that is positive for the municipal treatment system in the states. Not everywhere, but in some places in the states, the water is actually filtered through to a um, not a farmland, but like a, a conserve. And so, so it's, it's used in an irrigation system. But just like water at our traditional funeral homes and waters in water in regular crematoria, uh, those are also going down into the municipal treatment. So it's not a huge departure from what no, we're doing already. Not at all. It's, all. it's what we're already doing. And, and remember, flame cremation has a byproduct too. That byproduct is smoke. Sure, of course. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Krista, it's always fascinating chatting with you. We'll do this again soon. Thank you so much.